Hello and welcome. Today we are talking all about the thyroid and functional medicine and some basics that you need to know about your thyroid. So for February, it's thyroid month, but only in my Facebook group. So I'm excited to do a deep dive in our group and really spend every day focused in on things that you need to know for your health. Today, we're going to talk about thyroid basics, some things you should know about labs, how to know when to blame your thyroid, and touch a little bit on autoimmunity with Hashimoto's and Graves. So the thyroid is one of the most complicated organs and hormone systems that we have. And what makes this so difficult is it seems like every doctor or practitioner has their own view on how the thyroid should function when someone needs medication. And if you listen to podcasts, read blogs, or watch videos, you're going to probably find that everyone has a different view on what the thyroid should look like as far as lab numbers and how you should be treated. So in the end, I want you to really be able to look at your lab numbers and understand where you are and how you feel and really learn to trust yourself based off of your symptoms. So let's start with how the thyroid works in the body. First, everything starts in the brain with the hypothalamus and pituitary. These are our master organs, but they're very tiny and they control basically everything that goes on in the body. They monitor the blood to check for hormone levels and then release hormones to tell the organs to make necessary adjustments. One of the most common confusions that I see is that the TSH number that you see on your labs is the thyroid, but it's actually not. It's actually coming from the pituitary to the thyroid, which is why it's called the thyroid stimulating hormone, TSH. This hormone tells the thyroid to speed up or slow down or maintain its course and what it's doing. So when your TSH is high, your thyroid is actually running too slow or hypothyroid, which means your pituitary is yelling louder to tell it to move faster to make more hormones. When your TSH is low, your thyroid is moving too fast. So the pituitary is putting out less hormones to kind of quiet that thyroid. So the brain releases TSH to the thyroid and the thyroid makes mostly T4 and then some T3 hormones. T4 is an inactive hormone. So it's not working on the cells of your body and it goes to the liver and the gut where it's turned into the active form, which is T3. And that works directly on our cells. So T3 is in charge of many processes in our body, which include regulating your heart rate, regulating how we use energy. This is why so many people want to jump to thyroid when they can't lose weight, or if you've lost a lot of weight and you can't gain, it also could be your thyroid. It helps maintain our body temperature. It influences our GI system and how fast food moves through. So if you suffer with diarrhea or constipation, it could be your thyroid. It affects brain development. It controls the way our muscles contract. And it actually also helps our skin maintenance as well. So some really common thyroid symptoms include feeling really tired, sluggish, feeling really cold all over, hands, feet. You might need a lot of sleep to be able to function properly, or you don't need any sleep at all. You might have an increase in weight. 
despite what you're eating. You might have constipation like we talked about, depression, lack of motivation. Another really big key sign is morning headaches that wear off as the day progresses and the outer third of your eyebrows become a lot thinner. You might also have some hair loss, whether it's on your scalp, your face, genitals, or you might be on the hyperthyroid section and be having heart palpitations and anxiety. So many people like to jump to, I can't lose weight, oh my God, it must be my thyroid, and I have all these symptoms, and obviously my thyroid is off. I've been taking selenium and zinc and iodine and all of these things and nothing's helping. So let's talk about blood work and we'll dive into why it might not be your thyroid too. So most commonly, only TSH is ran as the labs and the rest of the panel is ignored. And what's interesting is most doctors are actually told that running running any other lab numbers is a waste of time. It doesn't impact health, which obviously is incorrect you can actually have a perfect TSH number, but still have changes in the T4 and the T3 or even autoimmunity. The ranges for TSH that are set by the lab is usually somewhere between 0.4 to 4.5 is normal. Functional ranges are a little bit smaller and I like to use around 1 to 2.5. That's my normal range. Now, being outside the lab ranges, so if you're under 0.4 or over 4.5, it indicates that you might benefit from medication, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You can also use natural support to bring that number back into balance. It just depends on what else is going on, which, like we talked about, you have to look at the gut and the liver and cellular health to affect the thyroid. It's not just the thyroid that's having a problem. So here are my top notes on this TSH number. First, if you're having thyroid symptoms, look at your TSH and the full panel. Know these functional ranges to know where you might be. And if your TSH is within normal lab range, say it's at 3.5, you might be considered what I would call subclinical hypothyroidism. You're having symptoms, your TSH is a little off, but it's not enough to warrant medication or surgery or support like that. But that means you can treat it now (laughs) with natural solutions or simple solutions and be able to support your thyroid without it getting worse. Second, you need to get to know how you feel with your levels of TSH. Some people feel better when it's at 0.8, and that's great for them. Others know they do their best at 2.5. So if you're losing, using medication or supplementation, you really need to know these numbers and know where you feel your best. So get your blood work done. Usually when I start with people, I have them do blood work once a month, at least every 30 days. And that's pretty common with medication as well. And once everything becomes stabilized, we can go out every three months or every six months. And then if you have a flare or you're really not feeling good, you know that like, okay, let me go get my labs checked to make sure that my thyroid is where it needs to be. And third, again, look at your full panel. So you understand exactly where the thyroid issues are coming from, meaning is it coming from the brain, the thyroid, the liver, the gut. So naming every single lab number and all of the patterns would take a really long time here. So make sure to join our Facebook group this month where we're going to go through all of that and what it means. So this is just our quick introduction. Now, what if your labs are normal? 
which can be pretty scary, right? We have all these symptoms, labs are normal. Um, what do we do? So I classically find that when someone has chronic thyroid symptoms, but their labs look great, that there's an issue with the HP axis, meaning that the hypothalamus pituitary axis that talks to the thyroid, adrenals, ovaries, or testes is interrupted somewhere. So when we start to work on the brain and the adrenals, that ends up being the fastest way to resolve these symptoms without having to work on the thyroid. So we don't want to blame the thyroid for everything. We still have to look at blood sugar, liver health, gut health, immune system before we even start to work on the thyroid. But if you're having symptoms and your labs are normal, don't worry. You're not alone. There is something going on. It's just not with the organ that you're looking at or assuming is the issue. Okay. So lastly, let's talk quickly about autoimmunity, which is Hashimoto's, commonly called thyroiditis or Graves. So autoimmunity means when your immune system gets confused and it starts attacking your own tissues. The immune system will start attacking different organs, causing tissue destruction, and it affects how they function. So when the immune system attacks the thyroid, it can be very challenging. Some people will need medication to suppress the immune system, as well as thyroid medication to support healthy thyroid function. The only way to know if you have autoimmunity is to get your blood work done for antibodies. It's very easy to do. Um, and if you have a history of other autoimmune issues, you're way more likely to have thyroid autoimmunity as well. So if you have rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, Crohn's, or colitis, make sure that you're getting everything checked all of the time. Something that's really important to know is that gluten and dairy can increase the autoimmune reaction and worsen symptoms as well. Again, we're going to do a really deep dive into this in the group, but make sure to steer clear of those as well as any immune-stimulating herbs like green tea or stragulus. Because once you increase that immune system function, it's going to increase that tissue destruction. You're going to feel so much worse. So be very, very careful of the supplements you use. So this is a great 10-minute starting point for thyroid information. So again, join our Facebook community. I'll drop the link here so you can learn more every single day. Thank you for tuning in. So make sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with this podcast. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.